have we overlooked a very simple yet profoundly practical key to living a life of blessing? One that the Jewish people have known and practiced for millennia. Today's special guest says yes, and he'll reveal that key today on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. The Word of God has much to say regarding money, giving, health, and prosperity, and His directive is quite simple and easy to understand. Give, and you shall receive. Yet so many still struggle when it comes to giving and in turn are cheated out of the many blessings that God has in store for them. On today's program, we're going to explore what our Jewish roots, the foundations of our faith, reveal about giving and God's promised provisions of health and prosperity that result from giving freely and joyfully. Here to help us to do this, and he's the president and founder of the Hebraic Christian Global Community is a good friend. Please welcome back Dr. John Gar. John, welcome back. Welcome back. Good to see you again. My pleasure. Well, it's got to be late for you. You're on Atlanta time and we just switched. So we don't switch here in, in, in Arizona, but the gap is three hours now for you. So right. thanks for hanging in there. It's great to be here. I want to talk about a, a topic that you've written quite a bit on, and I think... Uh, is very, very important for Christians to understand correctly, and that's generosity. Generosity. How do you define generosity? Well, generosity is the giving of yourself to others. Well, in, in many different ways, you can be generous, but generosity is giving something of yourself to someone else for their benefit, for which you don't think that you'll receive any, anything coming back in, in exchange. I believe, as a leader, and we've both been in ministry for a long time, that generosity is one of the key attributes of leadership. That in defining leaders, you look for people that are generous. It's absolutely critical. Absolutely. Someone said this, that everything that God gives you, he gives with someone else in mind. I, I just, that's really stuck with me, it's and true. I believe it's true. Everything that God gives you, he gives with someone else in mind. Now, let's talk about what Jesus had to say about generosity. He had a lot to say about it. Well, Jesus, first of all, is the prime example of generosity. Uh, it all goes back to God the Father because the Scripture said in John 3:16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. He gave the very best that he had to redeem humanity from their fallen state. And so God was a giver. And so if we in turn want to uh, manifest the image and likeness of God in the earth, then we've got to be a giving people. We've got to be people that are willingly open our hearts and give of ourselves, give of our talents, give of our time, give of our financial resources. And that's what the whole idea of giving is, involves. Sometimes we think that giving only has to do with money, but it can be all kinds of things that we give. And sometimes the things that we can give are invaluable. That is to say, they can't even be quantified by money. So this is the idea of, of being this generous person. And when Jesus talked about this, this idea, Jesus said, if your eye is healthy, then your whole body is full of light. But if your eye is evil, 
then your whole body is full of darkness. Now that was a very Jewish concept, but we Christians totally miss that because we don't know anything about this Jewish idea of the good eye and the evil eye. Mm -hmm. So, but when you go back into the Hebrew scriptures, uh, Proverbs tells us that a person who is generous with giving to the poor has a good eye. It's, it's not just a healthy eye, it's a good eye. And then a person who is, who is parsimonious or stingy and is always grasping, trying to get more money rather than to give some away has an evil eye. So when Jesus uses this passage of scripture, he's talking about money because he, he says early on in that same chapter, you can't serve God in Mammon. And then he goes on and says, after he makes this statement, he says, take no thought of what you're going to wear, what, what you're going, because God will provide everything that you need. And so then in, stick, he sticks it right in the middle of this. He says, if your eye is good or your eye is healthy, then uh, your, your whole body is full of light. If your eye is evil, your whole body is full of darkness. So you can gauge a person's spirituality, a person's uh, insight, a person's level of, of knowledge and light in their life by how they give of themselves. How generous are they? Many of the people watching this program are partners with Jewish Voice and enable us to help Jewish people and non-Jewish people in dire need. And I just want to thank all of you that so generously support uh, this ministry. But I, I think of American Christians predominantly as very generous people. But do you think that Christians, the average Christian, has a wrong view when it comes to generosity, when it comes to money, when it comes to giving? Generally speaking, I think we do. It's something that we've inherited through the history of the church after the church began, became Hellenized with the Greek influence and Latinized with the, with the Roman influence, we got away from the, the biblically Hebraic understanding of giving. And I think this is the reason why, and this is a shocking statistic, that the average Christian gives one half of the amount that the average Jewish person gives in generosity to, uh, to his to his faith and to charity See, that's to help a, that's those That's a surprise need. to me because it's a shock. I was raised in the Jewish community and we always complained about temple dues. You, know, you, don't, <laughs> you don't tithe, you give dues and they're less than 10%. Mm -hmm. But you're saying that when it comes to charity overall, Jews, Jews give more. Jews give twice as much as the average Christian does. Uh, statistics, statistics are shocking even in this regard. The average Christian only gives 2.6% of his income in generosity either to the church or to uh, charity to those who are in need. So that, that's kind of an amazing statistic to me because everybody that can read the scriptures knows that there's something in there about 10%. <laughs> it's called the tithe and of course many Christian uh, theologians and teachers and all that will say, well, we've been freed from that. That's old, the Old Testament. We're not under the bondage to tithe. So they give less. So they give That's less. That's great if they give 20% and complain about the tithe being done right. away with. I'm fine with that. Now, I'm still intrigued by the statement that Jewish people gives twice as much. Why, why, why do you believe that? Because most Jewish people are secularized. Well, it's because they have this sense of the, the fact that the, the, the Torah requires them to give. It's one of God's commandments for them to give. And this is the difference between Christians and Jews. Christians basically give out of feeling. Uh, if they 
something tugs at their heartstrings, then they'll open up and give a little bit. And Christians many times give when they feel like it, and more often than not, they don't feel like it, so they don't give. So this is a problem. But for the Jewish people, they understand that giving is not just charity. As a matter of fact, the word that is predominant for giving in, or even for the idea of charity among the Jewish people is the word tzedakah, which means righteousness. Are you referring to the, to the observant Jewish community, the ones that would label themselves as orthodox? Well, not necessarily that, because across the board, the Jewish community are very they're always in some kind of a humanitarian cause, a giving, or some kind of a beneficial thing for, for society. So they give away a lot of their money. And it's not just wealthy Jews, but it's all the Jewish people. There's definitely a commitment to social justice. Social justice. And the poor. And you see this reflected, on, I think incorrectly, in a political view of socialism, mm -hmm. where it should be mandated to take care of the poor, mm -hmm. and I think it should be the believer's responsibility. I think it, it should be the church's responsibility. It is the church's responsibility, and if we recognize that as a part of God's instructions for us, we would do it because God instructed us to do it. But you see, the problem is we think that the Torah or the law that God gave to the Jewish people in what we call the Old Testament was some kind of a bondage. It was some kind of a legal constraint when actually the word Torah in Hebrew literally means instruction. So God's just instructing us. He's telling us things that we can, can do to be successful in life. And so on, top tells, of, on top of that, Yeshua, Jesus then teaches, if the instruction, the Torah said this, how much more now under the Brit Hadashah, under the New Covenant? Absolutely. We've got to take a break. When I come back, I want to talk about the Hebraic concept of money, the Hebraic concept of health, as opposed to a Greco-Roman view. Don't go anywhere. Dr. John Gar, Gar and I have so much more to talk about. And up next, an important update that you need to see on an impoverished tribe of Jewish people who are waiting for us to help, waiting for you to help. So don't go away. Your gracious gift and support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote lost tribes community in Zimbabwe who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll say thank you by sending you the book by John Gar, Jonathan's guest today, which was highlighted on today's broadcast. In Generosity, The Righteous Path to Divine Blessing, you'll discover simple yet profoundly practical keys to living a life of blessing that are often overlooked, keys the Jewish people have known and practiced for millennia. You'll also receive a set of Jewish Voices decorative Shabbat blessing magnets to help you be mindful of the blessings that flow from honoring the principle of the Sabbath. 
If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll also send you Dr. John Gar's amazing book, Blessings for Family and Friends, a powerful guide to practicing the power of speaking supernatural blessing over yourself, your loved ones, and your community. Plus, we'll send you our new provision edition of Confessing the Hebrew Scriptures, which will lead you step-by-step step into proclaiming in the original Hebrew language God's wonderful promises concerning provision and our Aaron's Blessing keychain. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. Have we overlooked a very simple yet profoundly practical key to living a life of blessing? One that the Jewish people have known and practiced for millennia. Today's special guest says yes, and he'll reveal that key today on Jewish Voice. I'm back with Dr. John Gar, who's here to discuss his book, Generosity, The Righteous Path to Divine Blessing. John, what I think is so unique about this book is going back to the Hebraic roots, which is your call, and you realize only when you begin to look at writings like this just how much we've strayed from the biblical Hebraic roots of all of these things. Now, I want you to talk for just briefly about the Hebraic foundations of, well, I'll pick a couple things. I want to talk about money, giving, health and prosperity. So okay. let's just touch on that, and we won't go into too much detail because we don't have enough time. But uh, You know, money has been called the root of all evil. Incorrectly and called that. It's incorrectly called that. And then it's been uh, quoted as the love of money is the root of all evil. When in reality, the text in the Greek says that the love of, of, of money is a root of all kinds of evil. So there's a total difference in the nuancing of the way that should be translated. So from that, people have said, well, money's just evil. And a lot of Christians have felt the best thing to do is to get away from all the money. So historically in Christianity, we've had among a lot of people what I call a poverty gospel that said everybody has to be totally dirt poor. And you have to become almost a, 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 a an order of, of beggars, mendicants. And there were some of those in... in well, it's the, extremes. It's either Catholic. poverty right. or ridiculous Extreme prosperity that's prosperity. selfishness. That's right. And so what I've tried to do in this book is to chart the middle ground between the extreme on the one hand of the poverty gospel, historical poverty gospel, and the extreme prosperity gospel on the other hand. But God specifically gave instructions to the Jewish people. And he said to the Jewish people, if you will do what I say in my instructions to you, there needs not to be any poverty among you. He said, I have given you the ability to produce wealth. So God gave the Jewish people, by his instructions, the ability to produce wealth. So God's not against wealth. He gave that ability to the Jewish people. And by 
uh, by the context of that. He gave that ability to everybody. So the problem with some people, Ev, they've read that in the King James Version where it says, I've given you the power to get wealth. Well, that's not exactly the, the, the right translation because, you know, a person who uh, is, a, is a thief or a robber has the power to get wealth. He just goes and steals it from everybody. It's like someone said, somebody said he made money the old-fashioned way. He stole it, you know. <laughs> Well, that's not the case either, but God says, I've given you the ability to produce wealth. And inherent in the, in the heart and mind of every human being is the ability to generate or to produce wealth in relationship to his, and his that's situation. The Hebraic, you know, and we that's had, we a Hebraic a rabbi, Dan, Daniel Lapinon, who was talking about producing wealth by service. Mm, that's right. As the, as the Jewish Boy, the is, Hebraic. That is powerful, too. Yes. You know, a lot of Christians get this idea that God says to Adam and Eve, I'll give you dominion over the earth. What we've got to do is dominate the earth. But the way Adam and Eve were given dominion over the earth is by their having the ability to serve the earth. Good. And that is so critical. It's, it's, it's about service. It's service it's produces service. wealth. Now, just very briefly, health and prosperity. Yeah. Hebraic okay. roots. Basically, the people who are generous and this has been proven by scientific studies using the, the empirical method, that people who are generous tend to be more healthy. And I'll give you one mm. example of that. Uh, John D. Rockefeller, when he was about 40-something years old, uh, was told by his physicians he only had six months to live. He had become so consumed with protecting his money and expanding his money, focused on that, he had forgotten about the fact that he was reared in a Baptist church and he was very generous in his giving to that Baptist church. And so when he reached that point, he had an epiphany and it changed his life. And then he began to give away and he gave away more money than any, anybody in history has ever given away through the Rockefeller Foundation. But then he lived to be 98 years old. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. The health came when he got back to his, the, the, the process of generosity. Yeah, so I, health I, is I think we is need to understand that there, there's avenues of blessing that we can tie into. And that's Not what it is. Not to get, but things that we can do that serve, and, and there's just blessing that comes out of that. When we serve one another, when we serve our communities, when we serve our society, when we serve our congregations in whatever way that we're doing and we give by our giving, we end up being blessed in immeasurable ways. For instance, you know, a lot of people think of God as the giant slot machine in the sky. You put in a dollar and you pull a handle and you hit the jackpot, okay? But that's not the way God is. You may give $1,000 to God and God will give you back health instead. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take the health we, we, anytime. We have time for just one more question. Okay. You talk in the book about specific blessing for those who are generous to the Jewish people. Well, this is a, 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 a cardinal principle of Scripture. Because God said to Abraham 4,000 years ago, I will bless those who bless you. And then he said the same thing again to Isaac. I'll bless those who bless you. I'll bless those who bless your descendants after you. So anytime anybody blesses Israel or blesses the Jewish people, whether it's by giving or, or, or support, moral support, ethical support, whatever the case may be, then they have a promise from God that God will bless them. It's just that simple. God said it. It cannot be obviated. We have got to talk more about this, the avenues of blessing 
that we can tie into, and there's so much more we need to talk. We'll have you back to talk about this, okay? okay. Now, if you want to better understand what the Hebraic foundations of our faith have to say about generosity and the blessings that God has in store for you when you give freely and joyfully, then you'll want to get a copy of this book, Generosity, The Righteous Path to Divine Blessing. And there are paths to blessing. We don't give to get, but we can tie in to biblical truths that are rooted in the Hebraic roots of the faith. I'll tell you how to get this in just a moment. Uh, up next, an important update on a tribe of needy Jewish people that I really want you to see. An amazing thing going on in the heart of Africa. Jewish people in Africa that are connected to the ancient tribes of Israel. So stay with us. Your gracious gift and support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remote Lost Tribes community in Zimbabwe who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They will share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help, and we'll say thank you by sending you the book by John Gar, Jonathan's guest today, which was highlighted on today's broadcast. In Generosity, The Righteous Path to Divine Blessing, you'll discover simple yet profoundly practical keys to living a life of blessing that are often overlooked, keys the Jewish people have known and practiced for millennia. You'll also receive a set of Jewish Voices decorative Shabbat blessing magnets to help you be mindful of the blessings that flow from honoring the principle of the Sabbath. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more today to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll also send you Dr. John Gar's amazing book, Blessings for Family and Friends, a powerful guide to practicing the power of speaking supernatural blessing over yourself, your loved ones, and your community. Plus, we'll send you our new provision edition of Confessing the Hebrew Scriptures, which will lead you step-by-step step into proclaiming in the original Hebrew language God's wonderful promises concerning provision and our Aaron's Blessing keychain. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. For over two decades now, Jewish Voice has been conducting Hear O Israel festivals of Jewish music and dance. 
This amazing event combines vibrant Jewish music and dance with the powerful proclamation of the good news of Yeshua. To date, over half a million people in the former Soviet Union, Eastern Europe, and South America have attended these festivals, and millions more have watched by television. Over a quarter of a million people have prayed at these festivals to receive Jesus as their Messiah and Savior. Now, this past year, our festival in Kiev, Ukraine, drew thousands to the Ukraine Palace, the largest concert hall in the nation, and it was at a critical time in their history. Take a look now at some highlights from that festival. You know, these festivals are changing lives. Uh, Jewish people are uh, uh, finding a relationship with God. And this is the time. This is, this is God's appointed time to favor Zion, and we need your help. So pray about coming with us on one of these uh, outreaches, and uh, God will use you in a powerful way. He'll change you in the midst of it. You helped to bring us here, and I just want to say thank you from all of us at Jewish Voice and for all of the Jewish people and Ukrainians that came here expecting you made this possible. The window to reach Jewish people in Ukraine is starting to close. This may be our last opportunity to share the hope and love of the Messiah with these precious people. We urgently need you at the 2015 Hear O Israel Festival of Jewish Music and Dance, September 4th through September 14th, 2015 in Ukraine. This amazing opportunity includes three powerful nights of ministry through soul-stirring messianic worship and Rabbi Jonathan Burness sharing the life-saving truth of the Messiah. Our final festival event culminates with a celebration of Erev Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish Feast of Trumpets. Join us as we share the good news, pray, and minister on the streets and at the festivals. Find out what role God wants you to play in reaching His chosen people. Answer the call to join us during this historic time in Ukrainian history and this appointed time on God's calendar. Call 1-800-299-9374 or go to www.jewishvoice.org festival for details. Be an important part of sharing the Messiah's love with Jewish people in Ukraine. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, medicines, all completely free of charge, but most importantly, the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. But we need your help. I'm going to ask you to partner with us to help us transform lives and to bless Jewish people in need by sharing a generous gift today. Anything that you can do, no matter how much, will help. No matter how small or large, you'll be making a difference. Now, as our way of saying thank you, I want to send you today's important resources. We want to sow into your life as you help us to sow into theirs. You can call, click, or write to respond. And remember, your generous gift will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in 
the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish voice. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says, they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.